0: Joe Biden overturns an executive order pertaining to Chinese apps. Mara Gray, like AOC, is an idiot, and the New York Times tries to defend her. And Dr. Seuss is racist. Sidewalks are racist. Air is racist. Water is racist. So why not? This is Gene. You're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Okay, I'm going to do something I haven't done in a really long time. There's just so much news out there that I'm going to do a Saturday episode simply because there's just too much. And if I don't talk about this inflation thing, I'm going to just kick myself in the butt. I don't want to wait till Monday to do it. So, let's get to it. Um Donald Trump was never a big fan of China. As much as he said he was buddies with Xi, he really did a ton of things that went against China he saw their military growth growth he saw them stealing our intellectual poly, uh, property he saw the tyranny that China was performing over Hong Kong he saw the unfair trade practices their influence on big tech he saw what they were doing to the Uyghurs he saw them undercutting the United States uh, when it came to manufacturing Trump was actually really tough on China. He implemented the tariffs. He put sanctions on China to the point where President Xi over there, Xi Jinping Jinping, or whatever his name is, he actually started putting the thumbnails onto them. And China, contrary to what a lot of people believe, China is very powerful, but they are a paper tiger. Their economy depends on the United States, and what Trump did. Was he actually went in there and he proved it by limiting what the United States could do, and he did a really good job up ab- about it because China was actually in trouble while Trump was the president. but one of the things Trump wanted to do is he wanted to protect the American citizen from China, not just the economy but the American citizen so one of the things he did is he decided to put uh, put bans on companies like TikTok and WeChat. And the reason he did that is because it was discovered that the those companies were actually taking America's uh, American citizens' private information and using it against us. So what did Joe Biden do? And by the way, this was being fought in court uh, at the point what Trump wanted was he wanted TikTok and WeChat, those are the two. He wanted them to actually be run by American companies under America's regulations. He so for example, there are regulations on how much data people can take uh companies can take from users. Well, Joe Biden decided he's going to revoke that policy. Now, this could be a good thing, this could be a bad thing. We're not really sure. The good thing about this whole thing is that, one, he didn't completely say that this wasn't going to happen, even though the courts were deciding about TikTok and WeChat as we speak. The, you, the court system, uh, they were sued, TikTok, the, the Chinese companies actually sued in American courts. Uh, it was being argued in American courts whether this was going to be legal. As you know, WeChat and definitely TikTok still available. So the Trump administration had gone through the right way to do this. But Joe Biden just said, no, we're just going to eliminate them. And what we're going to do, we're going to run a commission that another commission that actually reviews not just TikTok and WeChat, even though we already know they're doing this. We're going to review all foreign applications. So this could be a good thing, or this could be a bad thing. The good thing is that now we're going to analyze all applications. That's a good thing. The bad thing is, well, we already know a couple of them are doing it, so why are we not preventing uh, them from doing what they're doing? Senator Josh Hawley, who's from Missouri, a Republican, Uh, saw this as a bad thing. He sees it as Biden retreating from China. And I'm beginning to believe this. There's another story we need to talk about later where Biden seems to be bending the knee to China. He said, quote, this is a major mistake, shows the alarming complacency regarding China, China's access to Americans' personal information, as well as China's growing corporate influence influence. I agree with this. Here's what happens with Democrats when they don't like something, but know it has to be addressed to appease the public. Uh, the border crisis is a prime example. They ordered the establishment of committees for or a bureaucratic review. These take a really long time. They don't typically result into something. And usually what they hope is that they're forgotten. They did the same thing with the border in that they okay, Kamala Harris is going to lead the border charge. Then Kamala Harris goes to Mexico and Guatemala. She never goes to the border. Nothing's being done. Sometimes what you what will happen is people see see that there are problems here and the government is not doing anything about it. They're actually slow, you know, slow rolling this whole thing. And we end up two years later and nothing's being done. I also don't trust the intentions of the leftist Biden administration. Biden has always been sympathetic to China and he's not looking like he's going to be flexing his muscles with this either. I don't see the purpose of removing the Trump ban. It's going through the court system. Uh, The court system will make a decision. Probably going to go all the way to the Supreme Court. Why, why didn't Biden just let it go? Well, it's because Trump is a bad person and because he swore when he got into office, he's going to overturn absolutely everything. He overturned the XL pipeline. He over, hes just going to overturn everything that president Trump does. He, uh, drilling in Alaska, overturn that. And that's, that's the whole goal of the Biden administration, just to overturn absolutely everything but i think it's worse i think china opposes this action that's kind of a good thing that china opposes an action they said they said there is a guy named lu pengyu he is china's us embassy spokesman china opposes the us abusing national power under the pretext of, pretext of national security to suppress and coerce non-American companies. We urge the U.S. government to provide an open, fair, just, and non-discriminatory business environment for foreign companies. So in other words, China opposed the We. He was complaining about the WeChat and the TikTok bans. When a country like China opposes something, you know that's probably the best thing you can be doing. So Trump's ban was a good thing. Because China opposed it. And by the way, we urge the U.S. government to provide open, fair, just, and non-discriminatory business practices. That's all China does is close their economy. Their economy is unfair. Their economy, the government has a say in every business. Nike is over in, in China. The government of China actually has a say on what Nike can do. They have a say on what Google can do. And Google with Nike, Apple, they've all done exactly what the Chinese government has wanted. And you can see the film industry, same thing. If this does what Biden says it's going to do, it's a good move. But if it takes two, three, four years to actually do anything, this isn't, it's not helpful. It's nothing. But do you really trust Joe Biden's judgment on anything? Do you really trust Joe Biden's intent? I think this is a bad sign. I think anything, whenever you kowtow to China, it's bad for the United States. And I'm just waiting for a lot of the sanctions, a lot of the tariffs to be removed by Joe Biden. And he's been kind of doing it, but not really. So I I just, I, I hate seeing, and I think TikTok is evil. I think TikTok is one of the most anti-American social media platforms out there. But we'll have to see how that's going to work out. My bet is it's not going to work out real well. Now, Mara Gray, who I believe she works for the New York Times, at least it was the New York Times who protected her. I don't know her much. Oh, yeah, she's a, a New York Times editor. Um, she's really dumb. And I can't believe the New York Times continues to continue to let her work for them because every other word out of her mouth or tweet that she tweets is just really dumb. You might remember this this statement she made on MSNBC. But you see it as a possibility if he wants to spend a billion bucks beating this guy, he could do it.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, somebody tweeted recently that um, actually with the money he spent, he could have given every American a million dollars. i got it. Let's put it up yeah. on the
0: screen. It, when I read it uh, tonight on social media, it kind of all became clear. Bloomberg spent $500 million on ads, U.S. population $327 million. Uh, don't tell us if you're ahead of us on the math. He could have given each American $1 million and have had lunch money left over. It's an incredible way of putting it.
1: It's an incredible way of putting it. It's true. It's disturbing. It does. It does suggest, you know, what we're talking about here, which is there, there's too much money in politics, um, and it makes it difficult because what we want. In- she okay? She's really cute. I, I do,
0: do think she's cute, but she's just dumb as a brick. As a matter of fact, I'll go a step further. um... The guy she was inter- interviewing with, Brian Williams, he's pretty dumb, and so's NBC. I mean, did anyone actually? do the math okay here's the thing 1 million dollars has 6 zeros 350 million dollars which let's just assume there are 350 i think there's like 344 million people in the united states has 7 zeros you mult you put the 7 zeros with the 6 zeros that's how many 13 zeros it ends up being 350 trillion dollars what kind of mathematics are these guys doing? Mike Bloomberg is rich, not that rich. I mean, could anyone at MSNBC have done the multiplication before they put this moron on and actually asked her? Uh, but she said something else that was pretty stupid, and it actually set me off a little bit. Well, it's stupid, but there's, there's actually, a, it, it, it does have a really dangerous overtone. Uh, I will say this now: If she actually believes this, Gray should just leave the country right now, go to another foreign country, live there, because she's there's no chance that she has any. I mean, she can never be someone I can associate with. Just this, this is a sick belief system, and we're gonna go into it because I, there's another. It, What set me off, I don't think, is something that you're going to be expecting.
1: The reality is here that uh, we have a large percentage of the American population. I don't know how big it is, but we have tens of millions of Trump voters who uh, continue to believe that their rights as citizens are under threat by simple virtue of having to share the democracy with others. Um, I think uh, as long as they see Americanness as the same as one with whiteness, this is going to continue. We have to figure out how to get every American a place at the table in this democracy, but how to separate Americanness, America, from whiteness. Until we can confront that and talk about that, this is really going to continue. I was on Long Island this weekend, uh, visiting a really dear friend, and I was really disturbed. I saw, you know, dozens and dozens of pickup trucks with uh you know uh explicatives against joe biden uh on the back of them yep. uh trump yep. flags and some cases just dozens of american flags which you know uh is also just disturbing because essentially the message was clear it was this is my country
0: okay there are a couple of things here with this this is a very disturbing I, and i played this for a re- i played the entire thing for a reason two it's like two minutes long uh Americanness has never been associated with whiteness. That's a lie. We have an entire history that proves it. We fought a civil war to end slavery from states who wanted to separate from the Union so they could keep slavery. We paid reparations to the injustice done to the Japanese Americans during the internment in World War II. We ended Jim Crow and implemented the Civil Rights Act. We added two law of the land amendments to the Constitution stating that equality under the law is necessary. Um, Why? Because Americanness has nothing to do with whiteness. It never did. Even in the even during the Constitutional Convention and the Confederation, we were debating whether or not the um, debating whether or not we should end slavery. It's never been about whiteness, and to ignore history is just gaslighting. It's lying. Either you're an idiot or you're lying. It's one of the two. Share democracy with others. What is she talking about? I don't know what she thinks, but I will share democracy. We all share democracy together. The Constitution says it. We've had civil wars over it. If that wasn't the case, why would we have had the Civil War? Because the the North wanted to keep the Union together. They wanted to end slavery, and the South wanted to keep slavery and didn't want to belong. She is saying that all people who fly American flags are Trump supporters. This is a very bad statement, and it's a very naive statement because I know a lot of Democrats, and they are liberal Democrats, who actually fly the American flag. It's racist, is what it is. And she feels in danger because she sees an American flag? Why is that? Do you know what flag makes me feel endangered? The Antifa flag. The BLM flag, because I already know when I see people with those flags and they see me as white, I'm going to be scared. Do you know what else scares? Why I uh, also need to be feared? I need to be afraid when I put on my Trump hat, because I'm. Chances are I'm going to get. I'm going to get attacked. The only people I see destroying society because they don't like it is the left. And now, take away the January 6th thing, because I think that, has, that was a riot. 400 people are in jail now. They are going to get prosecuted, as they should. But we had like $4 billion in damage by BLM and Antifa last summer. And we still have it. They're still trying to burn down, uh, build, build, burn down federal buildings and government buildings. This has an end. Now, I played the entire video because she got a lot of flack about those comments. At first, she started claiming that it was taken out of context. And she didn't really say what she said. So I played the entire clip so you could say, yeah, that's exactly what she said. She's trying to tell you not to believe your Lion Ears. Well, here's the, and the New York Times communications. Also, New York Times was also very disturbed by it. They thought, oh, God, we're getting nothing but kickback. Because the idea is New York Times is supposed to be a, a newspaper. They're supposed to be journalists. This isn't a journalistic analysis. This is a left-wing racist analysis. So the New York Times Communications Department, which I think is our HR department, they stated, quote, the New York Times editorial board member Mara Gay's comments on MSNBC have been irresponsibly taken out of context. Yeah, no, I just played it for you. Her argument was that Trump and many of his supporters have politicized the American flag. The attacks on her today are ill-informed and grounded in bad faith. (sighs) No, New York Times and Mara Gray. What Mara Gray said was exactly what she meant, and it will be available digitally or for all time it's not going anywhere but this is not what bothers me the most about it besides the fact she's a racist and she's a lefty and she works for one of she's stupid and i can't seem to get a a journalism job and everyone wants to ignore it and everything that's not really what bothers me what bothers me here she doesn't understand what the American flag is about. And she ignores what other so-called flags out there are about. The flag is not my flag or a white person's flag. It is an American flag. It is our country's flag. It is about our whole country. It is about our history, our union, our gr- the great attributes of the people of this country. And people like Mara Gray are trying to replace it with that BLM flag, the gay pride flag. The, even the Antifa flag do a small part. The flag has just dripping with meaning, And it disturbs me that people just refuse to look at it. You just see it's red, white, and blue. Well, the 13 stripes represent the 13 colonies. That's our history. That's our, how we actually ended up in this country. The 50 stars represent the 50 states of the union. The color uh, the color uh, red represents the hardiness and bravery of our union. It basically represents the blood that was spilled in order to have this country. The color white represents our innocence and our purity. And by the way, any other country has a problem. Who donates the most money? The United States. And it's not just because through the United States government... It's through charity of individuals. Remember when, we, when there was that uh, uh, tidal wave uh, tsunami in Indonesia? The United States donated more through charity than any other country in the world combined. The color blue represents our diligence, our persistence, and justice. And when we say justice, we mean justice, we mean all color, everyone is equal has equal justice under the law. It doesn't matter your color, it doesn't matter your religion, it doesn't matter your sexual orientation. No other country in the world can say that. The flag is unifying. It represents all of us as citizens of the greatest country in human history. People have died to protect and enforce the meaning of the flag. Blacks who were slaves should and did, in the case of Frederick Douglass and Martin Luther King, see the flag as their flag also and its representation is why slavery and jim crow needed to end because the united states couldn't live up to their founding principles they both said it do you know what else they, what else thought who else thought that the founding fathers they did not see that slavery could survive long even though a bunch of the founding fathers like thomas jefferson and george washington had slaves. They debated in the Continental Congress in 1776 to end slavery, and they debated it in the Constitutional Congress of 1789 to end slavery. It was discussed in the Federalist Papers. A flag that can be seen as divisive is the Confederate flag. I can see that. That flag represented a group that wanted to break off from the United States. And they wanted to break off from the United States because of slavery. I can see people, I'm not a big fan of anyone carrying a a Confederate flag. I, I don't like the Confederate flag. But people have forgotten what the Confederate flag actually means. It doesn't actually mean the Confederacy is still alive. What it means is it shows the strength of the South. People like the Confederate flag because it is a symbol of Southern bravery. And the southern spirit, they don't see it as because it's the confederacy, Confederacy, at least I'm sure most don't. I'm just so tired of this attack on the flag, and everyone has no problem burning the flag. The State Department gave permission to all federal agencies to be able to fly the BLM flag because of the anniversary of George Floyd's death. That includes embassies and the Gay Pride flag this month because of Gay Pride Month. Again, there's another gay pride month. There seems to be a gay pride month every 15 minutes. Well, here's what I think of those flags. Because those flags represent divisiveness. The Black Lives Matter flag represents the destruction of the system and all the values so that Marxism and equity can rule. It destroys all of our values. Is that, a, is that a, not a divisive flag? I don't believe in anything Black Lives Matter believes in. It's a terrible organization. The gay pride flag represents the LGBTQ plus individuals. In fact, a guy in France just created a new gay pride flag because the gay pride flag didn't include asexual people. It doesn't even represent their own group correctly. And people keep adding it. That's that that, that all that all that crap of, um, all that crap of uh, there are five billion different genders out there. That flag doesn't even represent them. And do you know who's isn't included in that flag? Straight white people. The Antifa flag, which by the way, the Antifa and the Antifa flag—they've been around since World War II in Nazi Germany. These were people who fought hitler's regime when he converted it from socialism to a fascist dictatorship it's still a dictatorship whether it's socialist or fascist and we've talked about what fascism really is half antifa doesn't even know what fascism is and of course antifa got their butts kicked by the germans but they still supported socialism and communism ironically they, they use, Antifa uses fascism to push anti-fascism. But the reality is it's a tyrannical communist group. All these flags represent divisiveness. These philosophies represent divisiveness. But the left wants to place replace our unifying flag with one of these crap flags. I have an American flag in my place. It's been there for a few years. It's special because it was flown over the Capitol building and I won it during a raffle. I'm proud of it. I took it out of its box because I, I don't believe it's good to keep a flag in its box. Let it let it flow. And it's your flag too. It's all our flags. No matter what you believe politically. Embrace it. Because it, it is the only unifying symbol out there. And it re- represents all the values and the union That is the United States. Well, here's some good news. The Department of Defense said they would only fly the American flag. They refused to fly the BLM flag or the gay pride flag. Thank God for that. My God, if the U.S. flag represents racism, how long is it going to be before apple pie ends up being considered racist? A couple of weeks ago, there was a writer from The Guardian named Raj Patel, who writes... An article about how apple pie and hamburgers are racist. That you didn't see that one coming. The article is actually in the climate change section of the uh, climate change section of the Guardian. What a shock! And we've been talking about this. Hey, they they keep telling you we we never want to take away what you want to eat, but they they've got tons of articles about why you can't eat this and you can't eat that. So article is entitled food injustice has deep roots let's start with america's apple pie do i even need to read the article this is just another america bad thing because it is actually a symbol um let me just give you the gist of it because i don't want to go too far over and the article is actually not really about apple pie it's just about quote food injustice so Let's just read this first couple of paragraphs of the article. Resting on gingham cloth, a sugar-crusted apple pie cools on the windowsill of a Midwestern farmhouse. Nothing could be more American, officially American. The Department of Defense once featured the pie in an online collection of American symbols alongside Uncle Sam and Cowboys. Okay, here's the thing. He's already saying that America apple pie is american or evil because it's american okay right off the bat you're getting that impression and he pushes that because he believes that america is evil imperialist and genocidal so how how does he determine that well the american military calls it the department of defense which is the american military they call it an american symbol so who could be more evil and imperialist and genocidal than the american military kind of a cheeky little statement in there okay here's the second paragraph uh... not not that apples are particularly american apples were first domesticated in central asia making the journey along the silk road to the mediterranean four thousand years ago apples traveled to the western hemisphere with the spanish colonists in the fifteen hundreds in what used to be called the Columbian exchange but is now better understood as a vast and ongoing genocide of the indigenous people. Okay, here's the rewriting of American history again. The Spanish were not allowed to enslave the Indians. In fact, they were encouraged to marry the natives, to bring them into the Spanish culture. Queen Isabella actually put Columbus in jail for sending her, I believe it was 50 slaves, from Haiti back to Spain. She, she chastised him maybe jailed him. I can't remember if he jailed him or not, but then sent them all back. The Indians were not killed through genocide. They mostly died of disease. There were, this is not a genocide when you die, when you spread disease. And newslash, just to, to let you in on something, the Indians also gave America, uh, gave the Spanish diseases too, like syphilis, because they had diseases that the Spanish didn't know, that didn't know about. By the way, the Spanish and the Indians, yeah, they didn't know about disease back then. Not a lot of epidemiologists back in the fifteen hundreds. So this is all an absolute lie. Apples did not cause genocide. Okay, let's just get to how apple pie is racist, because they really don't talk too much about it. He just wants to get into food injustice and and, and crap. So basically English colonizers used apple trees as markers of civilization, which they could say was their property okay? Uh, kind of doubt that they probably took the property first and then put apple grew apple trees on the property. They I don't think apple trees were actually markers, like the flag on the moon marks the moon as the United States. John Chapman, better known as App, Johnny Appleseed, took these markers of co- of colonized property to the frontiers of the U.S. expansion. Where his trees stood as symbols of that indigenous communities had been extirpated, had been actually moved. Um. Yeah. Again, no. Johnny Appleseed grew apple trees so he could have apples on land that he owned. Now, understand something about Indians. Indians did not have the same embrace for property than the Europeans did. So most of the time the Indians gave up the land by negotiation. If you're confused, New York was an example of negotiations between the indigenous peoples and the Europeans. Europeans gave them a lot of stuff to get New York. And it was only later that the Indians changed their minds. So that's not true. He linked sugar to the slave trade. He linked gingham cloth, that's that, that white cloth, to war capitalism that enslaved enslaved and committed acts of genocide against millions of indigenous people in North America, the millions of Africans and their descendants through the transatlantic s- slave trade. That's a quote directly. I don't even know what that means. Gingham cloth is that red and white cloth. I'm not exactly sure what the hell they're talking about there. The Guardian readers also were told that Apple pie is part of an American commodity fetish. Which means we have a fetish to like apple pie. It's not because it tastes good, but it's a fetish. Kind of like, get this, he said this, tuna sandwiches, chicken nuggets, and um, chocolate. And it was all caused the international violence, exploitation, poverty, and profit. So chocolate is... Violence, exploitation, pop, poverty, and profit. Oh my God! And then I'm not going to go through the rest of this because it's just it's just crap. Then he goes off on a complete tangent. He starts talking about how the cowboys were bad people and they were um, not bad people per se. He considered them exploited workers. He talks about food injustice through the. Co- I mean. I would say 75% of his article had absolutely nothing to do with apple pie. So for me, the only thing I learned about this, apples weren't American. Apple trees were considered markers for colonialism. Um, sugar is made by slavery, and gingham cloth is made from wars. I, I Okay, go get it. Go figure it hey, this is simple. Let's make everything American evil, right? God, mom, and apple pie. Let's make everything American evil, now apple pie. So I bought an apple pie yesterday, and I ate the apple pie. And my entire, when my, fam, when my uh, fiance's family read the article, they had, uh, guess what they had? Apple pie. Because it is so stupid. But this is what they're trying to do. They're trying to make the America, they're trying to make anything American, anything we can embrace, the flag, apple pie, evil, so that everything I like or everything I feel for is nothing but evil. And I won't let them do it. I'll just go out, go to Walmart, which is probably, which is another racist organization, right? It's a racist organization run by a Catholic family, uh, Christian family, and they've called Walmart racist. So I went to Walmart, bought myself a Dutch apple pie because I like Dutch apple pie, and I figured the Dutch Dutch are white too. Let's just buy their apple pie. It tastes good, and you know, hey, we might as well just. I'm sure I'm I'm double, I'm double the racist, because I like Dutch apple pie. All right. That's it. So we're going to do another one tomorrow. I'm already six minutes over just because there's just so much to talk about. And I'm going to have a free morning. So you can follow me on Twitter at Run and Fool, R-U-N-N-I-N-F-E-W-L. Uh, you can listen to or download this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addict, uh, YouTube, and, uh, YouTube, Twitcher, and Rumble. Visit my website at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. There you can review all the links. If you really do not believe me and the um, the article from The Guardian, I, I'm sure you probably don't. I wouldn't. I, I could never even come up with that as much as I like to write. I don't think I could come up with that kind of fantasy. It's there. You can read it. It's a really long article, and you're gonna by the end of the uh, article, you're going to be sitting there and saying, um, what were we talking about? So enjoy. We'll talk to you tomorrow. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbass Talking Politics.